Blog Talk Radio. Hi, my name is Nick from the Marlins Catch Podcast. Make sure to follow us at Marlins Catch on Twitter and Instagram. For more Marlins content, check out our website at themarlinscatch.com. The Marlins Catch Podcast is sponsored by the Baseball Podcast Network, and you can follow the Baseball Podcast Network on following platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, Baseball Podcast One, without the T. YouTube and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. You can listen to the Marlins Catch Podcast live on blogtalkradio.com or download the Marlins Catch Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. Gracias. What is going on, guys, and welcome back to the Marlins Catch Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a.k.a. Marlins News, and welcome back to episode number 15 of the Marlins Catch, as we are joined here by Lissandro. What's up, guys? Hope you guys are doing good. Welcome to the Marlins Catch. And a lot to talk about here. Unfortunately, the fish have not been spectacular uh, as we go. We are certainly sitting at Four and twelve right now as our season record, and the Marlins are actually playing tonight while we are on the podcast here tonight, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I know just uh, this past week there was some bright sides when you think about it, of course. Uh, but on the losing and winning end, it just had, you know we've been losing a lot of games, and you know we definitely need to improve with that. So, like we always do first here, we're going to go right into the weekly awards here. If you guys have not been watching the previous episodes, we do a weekly award every single week here. It's based on the progress and how good the player has played throughout the whole week. And, yeah, so we do a pitcher and a hitter. So we will go right into the hitter here. Uh, me and Lissandro have our two different ones, of course. And my hitter of the week will go to Brian Anderson. Anderson has been, has been red hot late, has been red hot and actually – I look for him to have another big game tonight against the Cubs. Uh, we really, really need it going into Hugh Darvish, who we usually are pretty good against. But Anderson, of course, having two home runs in the Philly series, uh, went, of course, went one for five. Yesterday, we went three for five, and then one for two against the Phillies. He's been red hot. Um, and his average, it looks like it's at 228 right now. But again, you know, he was slumping bad before. Because on April 30th, he's batting 179 and getting that up now. And I think Anderson really was on a tear this series. And I look for him to be even more because this is what we need because the bat's been very inconsistent. And Anderson was always our guy. He's a cornerstone, one of our cornerstones right now at third base. And it's really good to see him getting back out of that slump and uh, doing what he does best, and that's hitting the ball. Um. What's up, guys? Um, I believe my uh, my week MVP, um, Brian Anderson. Also, um, I had a between I was between Brian Anderson and Neil Walker. Um, Brian Anderson had a had a didn't have the best series against the Cincinnati Reds, but I definitely agree with with uh, on on Brian Anderson had a monster series against uh, against the uh, what, what team was it? Wow, wow, I forgot. Philadelphia Finns, wow. And Tramudo, oh, yeah. Um, he, had a big, he had two home runs, getting that batting average back up, like Nick was saying. But I have to give mine to Neil Walker. 
Um, you know, Walker uh, had had a pretty good, had a decent week. He hit two home runs. Um, getting on base. Um, I I I think I I think since uh, Neil Walker had a, a, a decent first two series, uh, I'll give my week MVP to to Neil Walker. Yeah, he went four for uh, he had four hits in the series against the Phillies. Um, you know, yeah, he's been doing pretty well. Just you know, only having three RBIs in the season. He's been batting third for us for these past games. Moved down to four today. I mean, he's still on top of the lineup. I really want to see more runs batted in for him, as we kind of yeah. rely on him being our yeah our uh, guy to get our runs in. So. We go to the pitchers here. Uh, you know, the pitching, really, I have to give it credit. Urania pitched fantastic yesterday, only letting out that one run, which was a home run and by Cesar Hernandez. But, you know, again, this goes on on the week thing here, and it was really a close call, you know, because I, I was debating between Caleb Smith, Trevor Richards, and Jose Urania. And, you know, I'm actually, you know, I feel like, now, since we're fin- since we're on the podcast here, my original guy was going to be Trevor Richards because due to the outing against the Reds, went six innings, got up only one hit and five walks, and it wasn't be- only letting up one hit is very very good, but those five walks just draw it away, and then you see that comeback game for against the Philadelphia line- lineup with seven innings pitch, letting up seven hits but only one earned, so. I'm going to switch mine around here. I know Trevor Richards was very solid in Cincinnati and and pitching tonight, and I really hope he does well. But I'm going to have to go with Jose Urania. And seeing that big comeback game against against Bryce Harper and the Phillies, um, of course, Romito was not in the lineup that day. He pinched hit. But seeing that from Jose Urania definitely really just made me feel so much better about it because, you know, he's our ace and kind of the club relies on him to do well on the mound. And putting up a big day like that, and you know, just you know, we needed that from a pitcher, and our hitting has really been sluggish. I know, but seeing that from the ace Jose Urania definitely means that hey, you know, he could be turning it around. He's ready to go now. So that was definitely a great outing, and that's no hate to Trevor Richards or Caleb Smith. Both of them pitching absolutely fantastic, only letting up one hit each. But you know, I I would pick them if it was in a different circumstance. But knowing what Jose Urania has been doing in his last outings. To come back like this, I'm gonna to have to give it to Jose Urania. That uh, I I do agree with you. Jose Urania had a really big game yesterday. It's it's sad that um, the fish were not allowed to uh, to score another run other than the Brian Anderson home run yesterday. It was phenomenal. But um, I have to give mine to you know yes, Trevor Richards, as you're saying. Pitch phenomenal this this week was was a bit shaky with his control, but I have to give mine to Caleb Smith again. Like um, this week, he pitched um, six scoreless innings with only allowing one hit and six strikeouts. He did have a uh, um, five or five or four uh, walks, but um, just that one hit. Um, just just how he played against the, the Phillies, I have I have to give it to, to Caleb Smith. Yeah, Caleb Smith definitely had a solid outing, and again, him coming back as well, kind of a comeback pitcher as well, coming off that big injury last year, and he walked only three guys and went up one hit against the Phillies, 
The ERA looking at 265, definitely a great solid day from Caleb Smith, and we look to see a lot more of that. So now it's time for the mailbag questions. Um, again, this week, guys, I am sorry I did not put it on my story, but Lissandro did head, head over to the Dove Marlins the Universe, uh, always on his Instagram story, put the mailbag questions up there, or the baseball, or, yeah, the baseball podcast network, Instagram, head over to that. But I will be putting them on from now on. Again, I'm sorry for forgetting. So we're going to cue in our producer, Benson, here, and we're going to get the questions started. All right, guys, first question is from Ian, uh, top players for the season prediction. Yeah, I think it's just going to be uh, what we've been saying all year. I know Ryan Anderson is going to be leading on top, throwing Castro. More of the guys that were here last year, really hoping Lewis Brinson could be one of those guys, but you know he has been slumping. He's one for 17 with 11 strikeouts in his last 18 at-bats, and that's really – it's just frustrating because of what he's been doing in spring. And that can't translate over to, you know, the the regular season. So, yeah, the top guys will be Stalin Castro, Brian Anderson, maybe Curtis Granderson to turn around. I'm still going to predict Lewis Brinson, Jose Arena, Trevor Richards, Sandy Alcantara, of course. I think the rotation really is one of the most underrated in the league right now. And I'll be talking more about that later, but I just feel that these young pitchers really can have the ability the ability to have breakout seasons, all of them. So, yeah, those will be my breakout players. Lissandra? Uh, my breakout players, my top my top players for the season, will obviously be Stoddy Castro, um, Brian Anderson for sure. Uh, I think he's picking up right now. Um, I'd have to put Neil Walker in there. Neil Walker's going to be a big part, I believe, of our season. Um, Neil Walker, Miguel Rojas taking a veteran role this season. Uh, Got to give it to Miguel Rojas. And for pitchers, I have um, Trevor Richards, <laughs> Pablo Lopez. I will, I believe will have a a, a good season. Um, Caleb Smith, and and I really and I and I think um, from the bullpen, I'm really liking Nick Anderson. I I think Nick Anderson is going to have a big big year from the bullpen for us. So, yeah. Next question. All right, next. Yeah, next question is from Jake. Is Lewis Brinson a bust? No. No, you can't. Again, I know it feels like the the fish are kind of rushing him right now. Um, but, you know, they're trying to get the teams under his belt. And, no, I think it still is too early to tell. Uh, again, we did give up Christian Yelich for him. Um, but, no, I do not think he's a bust yet. Um, but if he if – he, I'll tell you this. If he plays like this for the rest of the season, then I guess you can consider him a bust. But, you know, it's too early in the season to tell. Um, and, no, I do not think he's a bust. I think he still can go out there and do his job. And he's got, he's, you know, he's progressing. He's working hard. He's got, he's got the build to be a good be a center, a great, a good center fielder in the MLB in our franchise center fielder. So, no, I do not think he's a bust yet. Um, I totally, totally agree with you, Nick. Um, Lewis Brinson, it's way too early to tell. He's still, he's still very young. He was a key part, like you said, in the Yelich trade. Um, he was last year a top prospect. 
Um, I don't. I. I really. I really don't think it's. It's. It's too early. It's too early to tell if Louis Prince is a bust. He's struggling. Yeah, but um, I think he'll he'll pick it up. Because I think we just gotta just gotta give him time. Our last question is from Jake as well. Is Brian Anderson a future top five third baseman? hundred percent. If he can continue what you know he's doing right now, and I mean, of course being hot right now, but last year he was very very solid and was fourth in the NL Rookie of the Year race. If he can keep doing that, one hundred percent he could be. I don't see him being that power third baseman a lot of teams like to see. More of a contact guy, but yes, he's got the glove for it. He's a good leader in the in the clubhouse, and yes, I do think Brian Anderson will be a top five third baseman in the future. Yeah, Brian, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of of Brian Anderson. Last year, he he was our MVP. He was phenomenal. Joe Ramuto was our MVP last year, but but Brian Anderson was was also was also fantastic. Um, he's he's still young. Um, if he if he could continue, continue if he continues how he played last year and starts and he keeps consistent, if he if he stays consistent, I think that's the key to to Brian Anderson just just consistency because he has the the makings of of being a an all star and a and a top and a top third baseman for sure. Just needs to be consistent with his stuff. All right, uh, thank you, Benson, for the questions there and we are going to head right into the the path schedule for the fish and right now guys letting you guys know happy jackie robinson day by the way baseball fans out there of course listening mall and the cubs are underway here in the first inning just let you guys know on that and uh yeah so the pass for the mullins here uh again we've been struggling the bats have really not been there, and it's just really, really struggling because the pitchers are going all out. And, you know, it just it just really frustrates me seeing that. So we're going to go right into this. Uh, the first, of course, Tuesday, the Mullins were off last Monday when we were doing the podcast. So the Reds defeated the Mullins 14 nothing that day. Uh, Chen let a 10 earned runs. We'll be talking more about we and Chen right after I say the schedule here today about him. Uh, lost to the Reds two to one, and then lost to the Reds five nothing. So we got a clean sweep. The Reds clean sweep us, and then we played the Phillies right back down here. We lost nine to one, and then defeated them ten to three, which was Saturday, which was a great offensive game. That's what I like to see. And then lost yesterday three to one to the Phillies. So about that, Chen, I have a lot to say, and I'm gonna start right now. I do not think Chen should even be on this roster. And I know the contract situation right now. He's going to get paid no matter what if he released, and we still got to pay the dead salary there. But at this point in time, I do think we need to pull the trigger and release him. I do not care that we have to pay it. He's taking up a roster spot for maybe our potential minor league arms down there in Triple A or Double A. You got guys like guys got yeah yeah guys like down there like Colin Garcia who can make an impact to. Elijah Hernandez, you got a, you got a lot of young arms down there that can potentially come up here and do their job, and it just really frustrates me. Like you know, Riley Farrell, another guy, and you know, it, it just Chen does not, and I don't want to be all harsh on him right here, but 
he does not really deserve to be on this roster. It's not fair. And the reason, the only reason he's still here is because of that contract. And if he wasn't getting, if he was getting paid very little, he'd been released or maybe traded. Like, but yeah, Ten does not deserve to be on this roster, and I and it's really not all on him. I know, uh, of course, some of it is, but it really goes all around with the bats as well. Uh, no, no moves should be made with the bats right now. As a matter of, I just think it's you know an awesome Dean to call up. We'll be talking about if he's legit in a couple minutes, but we and Chen should not be on this roster. We should release him and make room for another pitcher. Alessandro? Yeah, it was a, it was a very tough week for the Marlins. Just like two weeks ago, we, we have only got one win out of the whole week. We got swept again by the Reds. Like, we got swept by the Mets, and then we got swept by the Reds. Um, Philadelphia's series was a bit better, but offense is still struggling a lot. Um, other than that Saturday game against the Phillies, we, we, we were still struggling at the plate. So, Bayesh had to be more consistent to, to help our pitchers. But, um, with the waiting chin situation, uh, I've I've talked about this in previous episodes. I I've never not never been a fan of Wei Chen. Um he is not um he's not the Wei Chen that we, we thought we were signing. Um he blows another game in the season like he did all of last year. Let up three home runs in one inning against the Reds. Um like you were saying, we have a lot of young arms that deserve to be on this roster, and Wei Ying Chen is, is taking up his, their space. Like that is really not fair to people like Harding Garcia, Zach Gallen, who who I believe should should be called up soon. Um, Wei Ying Chen has it's just been a disappointment in in every sense in his a uh, couple of years with the Marlins now. So I really I really hope. Um, the the Martins will 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 do something about it. Either drop him, even if we start to pay him the money, we 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 have to do something something with him. And with the case of Austin Dean, um, very happy the Martins brought him up. That's some that's something the Martins needed. We needed that um that momentum. We needed we needed a player like Brian like Austin Dean to to light to light us up because it's been struggling. Uh, offense. Peter O'Brien was was not getting the job done, so uh, it was. I think it was a, a really smart move for the Marlins to bring up Austin Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking more about Austin Dean and the upcoming schedule for the Fish right when we get back from break. Host will be diving into all things Philadelphia Phillies baseball. We'll be looking back at the Phillies' struggles against the Washington Nationals and the Miami Marlins, checking in on Aaron Nola and if his early season struggles are significant, looking at the success from Vince Velasquez and Jake Arrieta and how this lineup needs to be swapped around moving forward. Tune in Tuesday for all this and more on FanCast. All right, guys, we're back here from the break. And like we said before, we will be talking more about Austin Dean. Is he legit? 
And you look at his numbers down at AAA. He banked 364 and got the call for the struggling Peter O'Brien. And he's, he's been ripping the ball well. He's been hitting the ball hard. He's batting 333. Of course, went 0 for 6 yesterday against the Phillies. Um, hopefully he does well tonight against the Cubs, which he's playing in the lineup tonight. But is he legit? I think he can be. And you look at his tools. He's a right fielder. And, you know, he tracks the ball real well, six foot two, twelve. I think Austin Dean has a nice bat. I don't necessarily picture him being the starting right fielder for us when the future team comes, like when our future, of course. I, I don't know why I just don't see. I think I see him as a really good utility man for us. Um, yeah, but I, I know I see a lot for Austin Dean, especially, and I see more of a bench utility guy. And, you know, I, I feel like he can get – a lot of that with Austin, especially him being, you know, he could play left, he could play center, and, you know, he's been on the team for a long time. So I do think that Austin Dean can is a legit player for us and he could be the potential starting right fielder for the remainder of the season if he can get his back going. And Alessandro, before you take, get your take, uh, takes on me again, um, Trevor Richard just walked in a run. It is one nothing. the Cubs. There are bases loaded with two outs. But, Lissandro, uh let's get your thoughts really quick about do you think is Austin Dean is legit and you think he could start in right field this year? Uh, I, I, do, I do think Austin Dean is legit. He got called up in the first on Friday for, the, for, the, for Peter O'Brien. Uh, I, still, I still believe in Peter O'Brien. just been struggling. But on the case of Austin Dean, um, I... I I I think he can be a, a starter. He can stay on the roster for the, for the remainder of the season, hoping nothing doesn't get injured. Hopefully, um, I I he he was a, a a double shy of a cycle on Saturday um, against the Phillies. Um, do I see him in the future starting as our as starting the outfield? No, but only in the fact only due to the stacked outfield. Um, prospect that we have like the Mesa brothers and Monte Harrison and assuming Lewis Brinson um, picks picks it up. Um, so I don't I don't see Austin Dean fitting fitting in this roster in the future as a starter um, as an utility man like you said maybe um, maybe even moving moving to a different position maybe like first base that's a possibility. Um, but in the outfield, in the future, I don't, I don't see it. Like we have too many, too many prospects. I think that that will, that will take, that will take the the starting spot. Um, but but yeah, just for this season, for sure, Austin Dean will, will I he'll be a, a, I feel like a big man in our lineup, brings a lot of energy, and um, he he has he has good good swing, good. Good contact on the ball, so let's see how he how he does this season against the Cubs, and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. Another good point was the farm system of and the stacked outfielders in that farm for the Marlins. So yeah, that's another good point that you brought right there, Alessandro. And now looking at the upcoming schedule for the Marlins, um, you know the Marlins have been off again to a rough start, and hopefully we get things going here 
against these upcoming teams. So let's just do the schedule. All these games are home for the week, so the Marlins are still going to be home. They will be taking on, of course, the Cubs tonight. So that is a three-game series. So they take on the Cubs tonight. Tomorrow they take on the Cubs again at 7-10. And then on Wednesday is at 7-10 again. So all three games for the Cubs will be at 7 o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then next they will be taking on the Washington Nationals in a three-game series down here in Miami. That game will be on Friday. So they will be off Thursday at 7-10. They'll be live on Friday against the Nationals. Saturday at 6-10 against the Nationals, April 20th. And then April 21st, Sunday, against the Nationals, of course, at 1 o'clock. And then they will be taking on the Cleveland Indians at Progressive Field. So that's going to be an interesting series to watch. And, yeah, so you look at – you got your Marlins are home here. This is a real opportunity for them to come and get some wins, um, especially them being home. And, because of course, home field advantage is the biggest thing you get. But we need the crowd to be there as well. Again, it's always been an issue, so it's not really a home game if the crowds aren't there. So, yeah, the series coming up here for the Fish. Uh, before we, again, of course, talk about the two series with the Fish, the, Trevor Richards just let up a two-run single. Bases are still loaded. The Cubs are now a, a double by David Boat. Uh, bases are still loaded, and the Cubs are up 3 nothing right now. Richards is struggling early. Hugh Darvish is up, so this should be hopefully an easy out. But, yeah, let's talk about the series coming up here a little bit. Um, the Cubs series, of course, that we are playing now, their bats are really the key. Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant. Those are three big hitters right there that we need to work on. Jason Hayward as well is sneaky. These hitters are big. And then you got pitchers. You Darvish uh, on the mound right now, of course. And then John Lester for the Cubs. The Cubs have a nice team. Again, we need to get back on track with the Chicago Cubs here, and we are home again, and home field is, again, a big thing in baseball. And, you know, you Darvish tonight, we always rake against them, and we need to do that tonight, and the Cubs entering in last in the NL Central is another key. Then send that 5-9 only got one win over us, so this is a really good chance that the struggling Chicago Cubs come in here uh, for us to get a win here. And, yeah, so I hopefully we have a good series against the Cubs. So, Sandra, do you think – how many games do you think we will take out of the Cubs? Do you think they will win the series? Do you think we will? And then how many games? That really that, that, that really depends on, on, on if our bats are consistent or not. I believe we can take two out of three. They, they do have a really good team, but – if our bats are consistent, I, I think we can take 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 at least two games into Cubs and and get us back on track. Um, even though we we are down right now three zero, um, the Mar the Marlins the Marlins are a team that I believe can can make a comeback and it just all depends on how our bats is is batting that that's struggling this year more than pitching. Um, we had to take advantage of the Cubs who who who, who aren't starting off that hot like they usually do. They do have a, a, a decent team, amazing lineup, solid bullpen, so solid um starting rotation, but uh, we we gotta we gotta get the bats the bats going because we we need to pick it up. We 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 really do. So I, I think we can do this against the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the of course the national series as well. 
looking at that. And Lissandro, um, never, uh, Lissandro never said how many games you think we could take, though. I know you said you don't know, but let's. Yeah, I know I know you always have a prediction on here. So what do you think it'll be? If the bats get rolling, two out of three. I, I honestly, okay. I, really, I really think we can get our first series win of the season against the Cubs. That's uh, the statement I'll, I'll, I'll stick with. Um, I really, I really think that if 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 the bats if the bats are there, two out of three easily. Two out of three. All right, all right, good stuff. Thank you, Sonny, for the prediction. No problem. So against the Nationals, um, you look at their lineup as well. Of course, losing Harper, still people underrate them. I guess you know they're seven seven right now, sitting at five hundred. They're just you know they're just right there. And they got some nice hitters too. Howie Kendrick is off to a good start with a five thirty three average. Um, we got we got Patrick Corbin, Jeremy Hellickson, Max Scherzer. You got some nice pitchers there. Anthony Rendon with the bat, Trey Turner, Adam Eaton, Victor Robles, and then their catcher Kurt Suzuki. Yeah, they, Brian Dozier. They got a good team as well. Um, but I feel like again, this should be more the. This should be a week that the fish should get some wins in. You know, we're not going against all-star teams right now. And, you know, the Nationals, we've always been, you know, mon- like, you know, we've always been splitting series with them. And I, I feel like this just this should be a relatively more easier series for us. I think we really should get the win. Hopefully Scherzer hasn't, isn't pitching in the series. I haven't checked yet. Um, but if he is, you know, of course, it would be on my pod. It would be on my uh, on my Instagram story there. So hopefully we get the wins in this series. But that's going to do it today on the Mullins Catch Podcast. The Mullins and Cubs playing right now. Make sure to head over to me and Mullins University's Instagram. Also head over to Baseball Podcast Net website and Instagram. Get the Lewis Brinson t-shirt and use the promo code BPN10 for any order 10% off on stubyard.com. Without further ado, me and Lissandra wish you guys a happy Monday. See you next. The Marlins Catch is produced by Benson Fexer. The Marlins Catch is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram, Nick, at Marlins Double Underscore News, and Lissandro, at the Marlins Universe. Follow the Marlins Catch on Instagram at the Marlins Catch. For more of the Marlins Catch content, be sure to head over to their website at themarlinscatch.com. And for more Baseball Podcast Network content, head over to baseballpodcastnet.com. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media platforms Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net, Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P O D C A S One. YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to the Marlins Catch. We'll see you next time.